Hi, everybody. This is Christopher, and you're listening to Finding Japan, episode 51. episode 51 it feels like a brand new beginning over here on this end things have been pretty busy uh, but pretty good and uh, I'm looking forward to another great episode with all of you guys this is a post leopard episode actually I spent about um, had to be about an hour just uh, recreating my setup here in Ubercaster, just trying to get everything just right. And I just reached a point where I said, you know what, I'm just going to do it. But uh, the other thing that's kind of working against me here today is that uh, <clears throat> I feel like I'm losing my voice. I actually feel like I have a bit of a... can't talk even. I feel like I have a bit of a... sore throat coming on. Um, no, actually... Uh, it's been a little bit uh, cold out lately, so I think that's kind of getting out my throat here, but hopefully we can just uh, move right along. How are you all doing? I hope you're all doing really, really well. I hope your holidays went well. Um, I did a little episode, a quick one, right when I got back, episode 50, and we talked a little bit about some of the differences between um, Japan and the United States that I was able to... Uh, discern kind of bouncing back and forth between the two com the two countries there almost say companies <laughs> anyway um yeah and i just wanted to thank everybody for all the great comments that appeared um it's been very insightful and um i started taking some notes about some other things that i would noticed but unfortunately um i lost them <laughs> so maybe i will find those again and uh, do a whole other episode on some of the uh, some of the differences. <clears throat> Excuse me here. We're gonna drink some tea. Try to get rid of this throat thing. We'll see if that works. This is uh, was it? It's called yokcha. I don't even know what that kanji means. Looks looks really familiar. But uh, it tastes like typical Japanese tea that you get in the bottle. So, um, I have two main topics that I wanted to talk about today. So, without any further ado, why don't we just get into it? Okay, if I had the thing in the front, then we could get into it. All right, here we go. Well, the, uh, the first topic I wanted to get into here was the 2008 JapanPodcasters.com award. Uh, there's been quite a few comments and quite a bit of feedback on that last uh, blog post I had posted. But I, I think I just wanted to sort of summarize everything by saying uh, if you haven't been to JapanPodcasters.com, um, go check it out. Dan Savage, I believe his name is, has a good directory of um, podcasts that originate from Japan. I, I don't think it's actually a, uh, what's the, 
how's, how to put it. I don't think it's a uh, full directory. These are the ones that he's aware of, but um, most of them I've been aware of, and there's been quite a few actually that I haven't listened to. But some of the podcasts that are on here are um, obviously Nathan Miller's Bicycle Sidewalk. Um, he has an incredible, an absolutely incredible um, uh, I can't even think straight today. He has so much dedication to this podcast that uh, I don't know how he does it, especially um, putting out as many video episodes as he does. So go check that out if you're interested in Japanese culture through video snippets, often with um, quite a bit of good commentary to go along with it so you know what you're looking at. Um, Finding Japan was also on there, but... uh, you obviously know what's going on with that already. There's another one called Gaijin in Japan, which I haven't even checked out, along with um, Guzen Media Japan English Teaching. Let's see what else is here. Of course, Rich Pav's Hero Flum Japan. And in addition to that, the Japlish podcast, which Rich Pav has been putting out uh, with his son, Tony, which is absolute, absolutely hilarious. If you hadn't had a chance to check it out, please do. There's another podcast called Japan Talk, which I have not heard of before. Another one called Japanese and More. Let's see what else here. Uh, Tokyo Met Pod, which is kind of like the commercial uh, podcast coming out of Tokyo. It's done by uh, Metropolis Magazine. And it's quite a good podcast, often very in-depth. I usually don't have the time to listen to the whole thing. But one of the things that they've started to do is to um, divide it up into two um, actual podcasts so you can get the longer podcast, kind of like an audio magazine, and then you can get the shorter podcast with just the snippets and the highlights. So I thought that was a pretty good way to approach um, how much content they have. So they're also very good. Uh, Planet Japan, I listened to this podcast a long time ago. And uh, unfortunately, uh, I haven't been able to keep on top of it. But one of the things I missed is uh, Amy Chavez's fascination with cows and uh, her uh, incessant mooing. It was always kind of fun. So if you're interested in what's going on with uh, Okayama down towards the uh, Kansai region, actually, I don't even know if that's Kansai. It's between, let's see, it's between... Uh, Osaka and Hiroshima down that way. So if you're into that, check that out. Also Tokyo Calling, Scott Lockman and Scott Lockman's uh, TUJ pod done uh, through Temple University of Japan where he teaches. What's happening in Tokyo, which is uh, my source for what's going on with in the uh, Japanese music scene with Tokyo Dan there. Also check that podcast out. And then Interestingly enough, Dan Savage here has a list of uh, out-of-production podcasts, and one I'm going to add to that, and Terrence, you can see it coming, is the Kobe Beef Show. Man, where is that? We miss, uh, we miss T-Bone there. We got to get that guy back. So, all right. So that's the uh, japanpodcasters.com awards. Check that out if, if you're looking to get some more content from other podcasters in Japan. Do yourself a favor, go check that out, and uh, I'm sure you will find it at least mildly interesting, or you will certainly find uh, another podcast there that will uh, pique your 
pique your interest, hopefully. So there you go. That's the awards. I got to get new music. I'm getting sick of my own music. That's that's pretty bad. I can't imagine what it's like for the listeners. God. Okay. Got this really weird thing going on. I have uh, in-ear headphones on, so I sound more in my face than I do when I'm actually talking. And at the same time, there's about a, an eighth of a second delay between what I say and what I hear in my headphones. It's a really, really, really weird kind of feeling. So if my talking's odd, that could be why. Anyway, um, the second thing I wanted to talk about in this podcast was getting a haircut at QB House. I've been so surprised at how many people who are very familiar with Japan um, who haven't known about QB House. Now, QB House is essentially a discount haircut place here in Japan, and I will actually put up a picture on the blog. Um, In fact, I think this episode will have a photo of QB House on the front there, so if you want to take a look at it. Not not the episode file, but the actual blog entry for this episode. Hold on. Voice getting hoarse again. Uh, Sorry. I remember I used to edit these podcasts all the time. Now I'm just, eh, whatever. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, QB house is where I get my haircut in Japan. And one of the things that, um, QB house reminds me of is a chain in the United States called Supercuts. If you're not familiar with Supercuts, it's basically the same concept. It's a chain. It's a, um, uh, um, God, what's the word? A franchise, I think, um, where, you know, you find these stores usually in strip malls and there's a bunch of people there who work either part-time or full-time, and they cut your hair pretty cheap. Cheap in the United States now is something like $12, and then you're supposed to tip the haircut person if they didn't screw it up. So, however, cheap in Japan is 1,000 yen. So with today's exchange rates, that's somewhere around maybe $8, 8 $8.50, $8.55, somewhere around there. So it's a very, very cheap way to get your hair cut. Um, I have a fairly simple haircut, as most of you could probably tell from some of the videos or pictures, if you've seen any of them. So I have no fear of going to QB House. It's really hard to screw up my haircut, I think. so. Um, But I could see how maybe if other people have more complex haircuts or do a little more styling with their hair. It could be a little kind of risky. But if you have a short haircut, QB House is kind of the place I think you'd want to go if you're in Japan. If you're you're touring Japan for a long time too, say longer than uh, would be acceptable in between haircuts, you should also check out QB House. I don't know if QB House has a website. If they do, I'll add it. Actually, I'm pretty sure that they would kind of have to have one, right? But um, yeah, so I think it was in October, that was the last time I went to QB House, I believe, 
and um, I recorded some audio. And uh, what I'm going to play for you now is some intro audio on the way to QB House. And I'm also going to play some audio. It's about eight minutes long of me in QB House and um, talking to the guy who was cutting my hair with my really uh, kind of limited Japanese. There's a, there's a couple things I wanted to point out ahead of time. Uh, first of all, there is some prior art in this realm that I feel it my duty and obligation to point to. That prior art is Rich Pav from Hero from Japan. I remember before I even started thinking about podcasting, before podcasting was even a twinkle in my eye, I was listening to Hero from Japan. And uh, Rich Pav has an excellent podcast where he took his, his stereo mic setup and actually got his hair cut. And the, the amazing thing about his episode is you can actually hear the buzzer go around his head. It's, it's quite a trip, especially if you listen with um, headphones on. So um, I would say if you're interested in that, listen to this one first, um, mine here, and then go listen to Rich's because he's going to totally blow my podcast away. Uh, there's a link in the show notes for that episode if you want to check it out. Um, but if you want to go directly to his site, it's www.heroflumjapan.com and search for QB House. And I think it was May 8th, 2005, if you can believe that, just under two years ago. Incredible. So uh, I guess it just all comes back around again. So that's the first thing I want to notice or um, point out to uh, you all. This has been done before, nothing original. Um, So go check that out. There's a couple other notes I just want to clue people into uh, about the actual recording itself. In case um, you're not learning Japanese or you don't speak Japanese, I just want to kind of run through sort of what happened. The haircut actually took about 15 minutes. Now they claim the haircut should only take 10 minutes, but mine usually takes 15 minutes, and I think it's because I usually strike up a conversation with them and uh, get them talking. Um, you'll hear in the background what sounds like a, a television, but it's actually not. It's a radio that they sort of pump in through the ceiling, so it's kind of got that sort of blaring sound, but it's it's really just a radio. And... Um, You'll, you'll hear us talk about, too, about uh, Japanese and English, and I refer to the woman on the radio and tell him that it's kind of weird because sometimes that woman on the radio, I don't even know what station they have it on, she ends up talking half in Japanese and half in English, and she, and she switches really quickly between the two, and it's kind of unnerving and disturbing. So I don't know if there was any of that going on in the audio that day, but listen to the radio, too. You'll hear some Japanese music. Um, the other thing that's kind of neat about QB House is they actually vacuum your head when you're done. And um, th- this is kind of funny. It's probably one of the reasons why I like going there because I remember when I was a small child, I used to take the vacuum to my head because I, I just thought it was cool and uh, made my hair stick up. So it's sort of go- going to QB House sort of satisfies my uh, childhood fas- fascination with vacuuming my head. Um, Let's see what else. Uh, in the beginning of the conversation, we end up talking about the weather, and then he asks me how long it was since I had my hair cut. Some of the uh, random noises that you'll hear coming from the staff are them addressing people that are coming in and out of the store. So you'll hear like, 
and uh, Agazas, you know, stuff like that, which is basically them greeting people coming in and thanking people who've had their haircut who are walking out. Um, as for our conversation, it was mostly about uh, speaking English and speaking Japanese, and we we're kind of talking about how each other's languages were quite difficult. And he was um, talking a little bit about how um, I was telling him how I forgot most of the Japanese that I had learned during the summer break because this was just before school had begun. And he was telling me that um, when sometimes when he's having conversations with English speakers, there's lots of words that he doesn't know and he gets confused and he doesn't understand. And I basically said it's my same spirit experience that I've had with uh, Japanese. Um, and then finally at the end, you'll hear him right before he vacuums my head. Um, if I need to check, if I need to wear my glasses in order to check the cut <laughs> and I tell him, no, it's okay. And it, it looks, it looks great. And then he proceeds to vacuum my head, but I, I cut it really short. So uh, you won't have to put up with a, a very loud sound. So that, that's the basic overview. And then um, we'll come back for a moment after the recording is done and we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit there. So here you go. This is the um, QB house haircut from October 1st. All right, everybody, welcome to a uh, nice, relaxing segment of Finding Japan. We're going to go up just slightly north of where I live to head over to QB House and get myself a singing or 1000 in haircut. And I'm hoping that they will let me actually record the haircut itself along with the dialogue and the interaction so you guys can get a, uh, a sense of what it's like to get your hair cut at QB House and uh, what it's like to describe how to get your hair cut at QB House when you, you only know as much Japanese as I do. So I'm walking through my neighborhood right now, so it's really kind of quiet. As soon as I hit the street, though, I will probably shut off the recorder. But you can hear the rain on my umbrella. It's been raining all weekend. This is the weekend before I start school, so it's been nice and relaxing. I've gotten some work done for my program, getting things set up for internships next year. So I feel like I've accomplished my school duties for the weekend, and now I get to relax and uh, do a few things for my employer as well, like some research that I've been meaning to do. So... Overall, it's been a pretty good weekend. Probably a little windy right now, but... Now we're going by one of the few alcohol vending machines in the neighborhood that doesn't require a sake pass. Okay, we're going to come up on a busy street now, so I'm going to shut this off and I'll turn it back on as soon as we get to QB House. で短いくてもうトップでその半分切っていただけますか? 
成果が出てない人とか結構いましたからね喋れてないんですよああ、ね、<笑>この人が言うにはあのね最近の先生と話したりしてるとは言うんですけど、うん、上,手上手になったら話さなければなりません、うんうん、話そうとあれすぐにできないんですよ。通ってるのに、1年以上ですよ、2年ぐらい通ってるのに、全然しゃべれないんですよ。<笑><笑>なんで授業料払ってるのに、意味ないなっていうところですよね。うん、でも、もちろん話せる人だってね、もちろんいるでしょうし。うんそれで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、それで、But I'm more concerned about the sound of this right now because it is pretty loud out and pretty windy. So I think I'm going to shut this off and make this part of a bigger episode. So hope you enjoyed and talk to you all soon. Bye. Uh, yeah,、uh, some other note there too.、Um... Towards the end, I did something that's probably not really、uh, traditional for a Japanese person was to thank him for cutting my hair. <laughs> and then he said, No, it's okay. And then,、uh, then I thanked him for the,、uh, 
the kind conversation. So there you go. That's a little bit what it's like to get your hair cut at QB House. Hope you all enjoyed it. Um, I think I will also post the entire audio from within QB House. So if you're learning Japanese, if you're interested in trying to decode what was said, I know I, I don't even understand, I don't know, maybe about 20% of what he said. The, the, most of it I got. It's also easier when there's hand gestures and things like that. So if you're interested in doing that, I'll post that up there as well. And that'll be in the show notes. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. want to thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed. And uh, I don't know, maybe we'll get around and do some other things, a little more cruising around, do some more outside stuff sometime soon. But uh, until then, I'll talk to you all later. Bye now.